how can business aviation flight operations safely and economically increase their environmental sustainability? From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. Companies around the globe are focused on becoming more sustainable, and this of course extends to business aviation flight departments. But given such an all-encompassing goal, it can be difficult to figure out where to begin toward reducing your operation's environmental footprint. A recent Earth Day edition of NBAA's NewsHour webinar series gathered aviation leaders from across the industry to discuss how they've addressed sustainability in their flight operations. I'm pleased to welcome back that panel today, beginning with Jessica McClintock, Vice President of Global Accounts at FuelerLinks and Chair of NBAA's YoPro Council. Jessica, our industry has actually been working to become more environmentally sustainable for quite some time, but it really has become front and center over the past few years. Well, honestly, I think it's all about trying to be better and trying to hold up to our responsibility as an industry um, and really as individuals as well, just because we see the world around us and we identify that there are some opportunities in how we we manage ourselves, manage our lives, manage our businesses, and the opportunity comes from becoming more sustainable. Also with us are Kathy Julian, a pilot for Starbucks, and Carrie Rusi, cabin safety manager at Adobe. Both also serve as sustainability leads at their respective flight operations. And Kathy, I understand your efforts to improve sustainability really began following a trip to the World Economic Forum in Davos last year. That's correct. We were approached uh, when it was time to fuel up to get out of there and head home. Our handler approached us and offered that they were pumping um, SAF at a reduced price. Uh, We didn't know what it was. And although it sounded really great, declined to try to you know, test it out on that flight. So got home and that started my journey of learning all about as much as I could about SAF and then reaching out to other operators and, you know, came to realize there were definitely people using it. And it kind of aligned with what Starbucks as a company had come out in January of last year with their sustainability targets. And so we just felt as a flight department, we really wanted to contribute and, you know, kind of set an example for other flight departments since we are a bit high profile. So that kind of got us started. And unfortunately, COVID hasn't helped, but we are definitely committed to becoming as sustainable as we can. Carrie, what are some of the environmental sustainability measures in place at Adobe's flight department, particularly on the operational side of the organization? Like Kathy, we have not been flying a whole lot because of COVID. So it's been a little bit challenging to really implement some of our sustainability measures. But when I first started thinking about sustainability, I really compartmentalized by each functional group and kind of made a list of what I thought each functional group could do. So we chatted about it in the uh, webinar, but I'm in cabin services. So it was easiest for me to wrap my brain around what I could do more sustainably in the cabin. And so that started with first using reusable products wherever we could and replacing those disposable products with reusable p- products. For some things that doesn't work 
And so if we have to use disposable products, we're going to use products made from compostable materials or recycled materials. We have transitioned from paper menus and newspapers to going digital, digital menus, digital newspapers. So really just going paperless wherever we can. And I think the biggest challenge for me to really come up with some solid ideas or to wrap my brain around was really to think about and come up with some ideas for what maintenance could do to be more sustainable. What we've implemented so far is we kind of put our hanger recycling program in the maintenance bucket. So they're taking the lead on that and working with our landlord to help make sure that everything is getting recycled as expected. And then for our pilots and dispatch, really just focusing on what we've kind of dubbed sustainable flight planning or trip planning, focusing on locations that that might have SAF and possibly if there's, if we're planning to go to one airport, but the alternate airport has SAF, then we might make the alternate our primary airport if that makes sense and doesn't negatively impact the customer experience too much. Rounding out our panel today is Stuart DeLeon, Director of Technical Operations for NBAA. And Stuart, the association really has been a leader on this front, going at least as far back as 2009 as a signatory to the business aviation commitment on climate change. What are some of the ways NBAA is working to promote environmental sustainability throughout the industry? The initiatives with the SAF Coalition is, of course, a big one. We've been able to do a lot of work with our industry partners on promoting SAF, uh, promoting things like the Blunders tax credit, which we'd like to see become reality, and just uh, book and claim efforts. There's been some additional work on that to help set up a, a standardized transactional process that MBA has been involved in. But then also tying into our organization towards the environmental subcommittee. Some of the initiatives that that both Carrie and, and Kathy have talked about I hear that time and time again from many of our members that they're working on these different things and and really pioneering in their flight departments and their organizations. We think that this is going to be a a great opportunity to bring all of those ideas collectively together and then be able to disseminate it to the membership and the industry and continue to move forward in the topic of sustainability. Coming up, we'll hear about a new NBAA program to encourage sustainable business aviation flight departments and other tips on promoting sustainability in your flight operation. But first, a word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, if you value the expertise you get from your weekly podcast, we've got a way for you to get answers from experts live. Our NBAA NewsHour webinars give you access to the best operational, legal, technical, and other guidance for business aviation. Participate today by visiting nbaa.org slash newshour. We're back now with Carrie Rusi, Jessica McClintock, Kathy Julian, and Stuart DeLeon, and our discussion about promoting sustainability throughout business aviation. Stuart, before the break, you mentioned how flight operations are working to become more sustainable and about the importance of recognizing their efforts. NBAA recently announced a new program to do just that. Please tell us about it. We do this on a number of different fronts. The CAM credential is is one of them. It's an opportunity for individuals to set themselves apart and strive to, to be the very best they can in their career field. This uh, NBA Sustainable Flight Department Accreditation Program is going to do the same. It's going to be able to provide some education opportunities to help organizations along their path, but then it also provides them with that standard, with that level that 
once they achieve it, they can show that not only to the industry, but also to their organizations and, and across industries, that this is a flight department, this is an organization that has not only worked really hard in the efforts of environmental sustainability, but also has achieved a, a significant level. Jessica, what are some of the hurdles to achieving sustainability and how can we overcome those? There are so many other change aspects here. Not only do you have to deal with the unknown of how much is it going to cost us, but also you have to look at what the availability looks like. Where do we even find SAF? Where do we find the book and claim process? Where do we find the carbon offset process? It's not widely available yet. And I think steps that we're taking in this industry, like creating what MBAA is doing for the accreditation program and for the subcommittee, these are steps that will create a better result later and will in turn limit the kind of scary feel of change from both the business and the the personal perspective. You can see how um, it can be challenging, but there are some ways to meet that challenge with some, some great answers. Building on those themes, Kathy, it sounds like encouraging sustainability in business aviation really comes down to a matter of educating those in our industry. Yeah, I think that a lot of people who aren't in aviation, I mean, we definitely have our executive leadership team that flies around in the back of the airplane, but they don't understand what SAF is. Certainly, uh, our finance department doesn't understand what SAF is. So, just trying to give them simple terms and simple ways to understand it and also see the value of it and how it corresponds with what uh, Starbucks as a company is trying to do overall for their sustainability goals is really important. We're a very small part of the company, but you know we have a huge impact. And so I find that it's been easy to educate them. The hard part comes down to money, unfortunately, right now. And that's just kind of a, a sign of the times right now. And that, I think that will change as we start, you know, business starts picking up and we start flying more. I, I don't see a problem once things start flowing like they used to. Stuart? Yeah, I was just about to jump in and, and add on to what Kathy said. The education is the key component right there. We've got a lot of fantastic people working on bringing things like SAF, like book and claim um, to mainstream. And like many things, we get very far down into the weeds and we forget that we still have a responsibility and a need for education to the wider audience. And so I think that's first and foremost, what we need to remember is that there's lots of organizations and airports that don't really know about SAF. And one is just the curiosity and the knowledge that we need to provide to them. But the other part of this is above and beyond anything else, our goal is to operate safely. That's our first priority always. And so we start to have crew members and organizations, maintenance personnel start to ask those technical questions on, well, hold on. You say that this is a drop in replacement. Let's look at the data. Let's look at the information. And we're able to do that, but we need to continue to do that throughout our industry. Carrie, you highlighted during the Earth Day 2021 NBAA NewsHour the importance of the little components that feel big, small steps that collectively add up to a pretty sizable sum when it comes to improving sustainability. Absolutely. Starting with those small changes or small behaviors changes your mindset. 
I think. And when you change your mindset to think about things in, in sustainable terms or or what that means for the sustainability implications, then you're naturally going to have more and more behaviors that will help support your sustainability goals if you change your mindset. What other tips would you like to share, Carrie, for flight departments seeking ways to improve the sustainability of their operations? I would suggest starting with an with doing an inventory of what you are already doing within the operation that might be able to fall under in the sustainability bucket. First step was to collaborate with each functional group and have discussions with them, but really do an inventory of of what you're already doing that might be sustainable. I was pleasantly surprised that there were a number of things that each functional group was already doing in their daily operations. And then from there, just really focus on, okay, what can we do better? I think it's just so important just to get into action and don't overthink it or not that you don't want to plan or be thoughtful about it, but don't get analysis paralysis. Don't feel like you have to have everything perfectly laid out and figured out before getting started. Kathy, what areas did you tackle in your flight operation? We just tried to promote sustainability within, you know, our workplace and our hangar. We have always had garbage and compost and recycled bins. However, when I started down this journey, I learned that, you know, a lot of that stuff was not really getting separated out. So we become much more wary of where exactly our garbage is going and and who's picking it up and changed how we deal with that a little bit better. We've also the gotten our facility people to as we as lights burn out replacing them with leds we're looking at the possibility of solar panels maybe somewhere down the line kind of being more aware of how much the heat's running or the air conditioning and do we really need to you know just kind of taking little steps like that right within our own environment has been a big change and something we could do right now when we aren't flying so much jessica what tips would you like to share from your perspective with fueler links you know, these are already really great points. I love this idea that Carrie mentioned, this call to action, you know, like start with something, go with something. And then, you know, obviously Kathy um, piggybacked onto that as well. Like the same idea is there between all of our voices here. It's doing something is better than doing nothing. And I think there's a reminder here to all of us that to sustain is simply to think about your future. And if we come into this together, instead of just individuals, we will make a bigger impact a lot faster. And last thing to kind of add to this is, it's okay not to know the answer, but to be willing and open to find the answers. So not everybody on this call knows everything about sustainability. We're not you know, necessarily experts in, in the field of sustainability. We're excited, we're passionate, And we find it to be very helpful to our future and to generating something amazing for all of those to come. So think about that and give yourself that confidence in order to ask those questions and to connect with those resources. Stuart, your closing thoughts? You know, there may be some skeptics out there that are saying, well, what is business aviation doing? And my comment would be business aviation has always been on the leading edge of everything. That's what we do. If you look at the aircraft that we have, the safety programs that we have, the education programs that we have available, 
we've been on the leading edge. And, and it's a reason why I'm part of this industry, why I love being part of this industry. The initiatives that all of these panelists have already made, even small, have been impactful. And so I think we're going to look back as we have many times throughout history and said, this was the marker. This is where it all really started. I think we're going to be able to look back at this time in history and say, this is when aviation and more specifically business aviation said, we're going to have a sustainable culture and we're going to promote it and move forward. You can visit nbaa.org slash sustainability for more information about the NBAA Sustainable Flight Department accreditation program and why it's so important for business aviation to remain at the forefront of such sustainability initiatives across our industry. I also encourage you to check out the NBAA NewsHour presentation, Business Aviation Sustainability Focus and Earth Day Discussion. You can find that at nbaa.org slash newshour. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.